Live from the heart of Lincoln, America. Welcome to Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back in to Ticket Weeknights. I'm Harrison Arns on the Don't Punt Hour here with the Morning Personnel, the host as always. And again, if you guys ever want to join the show, feel free to do so through the Sarder Heyman text line, 402-464-5685. And again, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Allo Channel 951. Always a great way to put a face to the voice. With that being said, though, the Morning Personnel, early National Signing Day thoughts. We kept Kalen. We kept Pert, or excuse me, we didn't keep Purdy. Purdy yeah. hits the transfer portal. Uh, but of course, you get Dylan Rayola as well. And we didn't have any guys uh, that were our commits that actually flipped. We did end up getting uh, Larry from Maryland. Maryland, Larry Tarver. Yes, Larry mm-hmm. Tarver from Maryland. He flips good corner, four star corner, uh, was originally committed to Maryland. He flips to Nebraska. But just initial thoughts feels like Nebraska got most of the guys they wanted. For sure. It was a solid day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, you, you got the people that you wanted and the ones that you could get. You know, you could turn in everything like that. Um, was done is done. I know they could probably sleep a little bit better <laughs> at night. So it was a good solid day. I, I I was happy with it. It was a lot. It was a lot of kids. Actually, I was like, whoa, like I didn't I wasn't expecting that. But then when you actually look at it, like when you get a class coming in, like it, it actually is quite a few kids. Yeah. Well, you say that, but then you look at Colorado, six. Different, different styles, right? I'm not, I'm not saying it's not going to work out for Colorado, but it's completely different approach. They are transfer portal heavy. It's going to be like that again for year two. Uh, Nebraska is complete opposite. They're building that depth, which I'm a bigger fan of. You look at schools like Georgia, Michigan, Alabama, Ohio State, any of the most dominant teams in college football, a lot of it is done through high school recruits in depth. They just patch it up through the portal. Dion, completely different approach. Just going to be curious to see what he does in year two. Uh, but nonetheless, we talked about this yesterday trying to come up with the Mount Rushmore of Nebraska <laughs> figureheads that when you think of Nebraska, whether coach, player, you can even throw an AD in there if you really want to. You hear that name and you think of Nebraska immediately. Or when you think of Nebraska, you associate with those names. So I'll ask that to text line too. Your Mount Rushmore of Nebraska figureheads, 402-464-5685. You can also throw them on the stream. And I'm not putting these in any order because that'd be dangerous. <laughs> I'd get, I, I'm going to be wrong no matter what if I try to order I, I, these. I, don't, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, you're not wrong. You know, it's your opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a fun just to kind of gauge and see what people would say. Um, and it's whatever you think. So, I mean, it's not, oh, you're wrong for saying that. Well, it's my opinion. So who cares? Okay. Do you want to go bounce back and forth? We each, we each say one name. Yeah, we can do that. Okay. So I, I only have, I've talked about this. I'm going to have to fill out two more spaces at my three and four again and no order. Um, but I only got two locks one because this guy is just a monster continues to dominate everywhere he's been, whether it was here in college, high school, all the way up into the Olympics. And even in the pro leagues, Jordan Burroughs. Okay. He's a lock for me. One of the greatest wrestlers of all time, if not the greatest wrestler, pound for pound, just a monster. Um, And again, you can look at his records everywhere he's been. That guy has just dominated at an entirely new level. For sure. Um, And again, he he did a lot for this Nebraska wrestling program, too. I think that's why he has to be in there. With him, he had so many recruits kind of fall in his footsteps because he was just a dominant guy. He showed that you can be literally the best at this university. So shout out, you know, Manning at the wrestling coach team for all the work they've done down there. But I got Jordan Burroughs 
as a lock on my Mount Rushmore. Okay, I'll give you that. I'll go T.O. just to get the easy ones out the way. T.O.? Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. You want, uh, shout out to Cliff. He's listening from Florida. Uh, and again, anyone else out there, you can feel free to comment as well. You want to explain any at all why Tom Osborne's a lock? I mean, I think we all kind of know why. I mean, <laughs> it, it, it's you, you know, it's him. When when you look at football, I mean, his name still gets mentioned today. Mm-hmm. Um, just for, you know, what he contributed to the game and everything like that, um, to the university or whatnot, like you, you, you will be dead wrong if he's not on your list. My neck, my second lock, Tom Osborne has to be a lock. Jordan Burroughs <laughs> and Tom Osborne are probably the easiest ones for me. Uh, it, because again, Tom Osborne, what he did for the university of Nebraska and just his coaching style was unique too. Mm-hmm. It was calm, but intensely focused. We've just listened to Amon green through his entire career at Nebraska, he never heard Osborne swear once. Mm. Um, and you got to think it, a coach that is in high pressure situations all the time during his era, you would think that the pressure could get to him, but he always kept his cool, insanely focused. And of course, all the championships he brought to Nebraska and just the relationships too. I think when a lot of people think of Tom Osborne, especially when you think of the Hall of Famers that came out of Nebraska or just players under his team, they really started that brotherhood, Mm -hmm. you know, like that is a group of players that whether they're on the roster or after, you know, they're off the team in the NFL or maybe just in their everyday life. And, you know, an everyday nine to five gig, they were always there. Like Mm -hmm. that connection was still real. Tom Osborne would reach out to anyone who needed it. Ricky Simmons has the famous story. He's talked about a lot where he's in prison. Um, He gets a letter from Tom from Tom and it completely changes his life. Ricky flips his life around. Just think about those moments with the Huskers, with the Brotherhood, um, and he's just right back on track. And now he's down here in Lincoln with his own show, uh, just living the good life. So uh, Tom Osborne, what he did, the legacy he left behind, no question there. I think he's a lock. Oh, most definitely. <laughs> like I said, if if he's not on your list, then I'm I'm looking at you a, a little different. Um, I'm gonna mix it up a little bit. So my second person, I'm gonna go ahead and say is Tommy Frazier. Okay. Yeah. Um. And it, again, I, the reason why, you know, I I would pick him, uh, even if, if they list, you know, some of the greatest, you know, teams in the uh, college football era, like that 95 team is 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 a lock. And uh, what he did while he was here and everything like that, if he's not here, I'm not sure, you know, that they had the run they had. And if it honestly, uh, with other parts being into it, um, but Tommy was a big part. If he wasn't, you know, on that team and if he doesn't come here, Tom might get fired. Which is insane to think that was ever a discussion. So uh, I th- I think a big um, up up to that is is you you have to kind of put Tommy and he's there's other people that can take that spot and everything like that. But I'm 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 gonna just say it just to say it just to piss people off or, you know, think <laughs> outside the box outside of outside of, you know, just the what you what people would might think. Yeah, he's he's on my list. He's not on a lock. You know, I thought about it for a long time. <laughs> it gets tough when you're looking at the football players. You go Johnny Jet Rogers. You know, you got a guy in Remington who the war is literally named after. after. Uh, New just recent history. Uh, and again, Tommy Frazier, Johnny Jet Rogers, Dave Remington. There's so many football players that you can honestly throw on that list and feel pretty good about. Mm-hmm. My next lock, I, I have to do it for what he's done for Nebraska, how he continued to elevate the program. Okay. John Cook. Okay. Volleyball team, what they did this season. Volleyball, yeah, I can be I can be biased for recent history uh-huh. because he has quite literally changed the volleyball game. The amount of numbers, people watching it, the support for women's volleyball has reached an all 
time high. And John Cook is a huge driving force behind all of that. On top of a pretty awesome win-loss record and a few national championships as I mean, well. <laughs> I mean, your, your, your first season as the head coach, you win the national championship. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's that's not easy to do at all and everything like that. So I, I definitely, um, I agree with you on that one. And that uh, brings me to my third person who is actually the same. John Cook? I mean, you can't. Like, he's... Yeah. Uh, when you mention Nebraska, regardless, like outside of sport and everything like that, like you have to throw his name up there. And he has more national championships than T.O. So, mm-hmm. hey, man, that's uh, that's a good company to be with, though. The fact For that sure. those guys are in the same room. Most definitely. It's incredible. And yeah, you mentioned it just year one. You see that happen with teams. It's like, OK, you inherited a good roster. Mm-hmm. You have a pretty good season. No, like just go out and win it. Mm-hmm. We saw that with, you know, Mike Riley, where he has his great start and then things kind of start to fall apart. Once that same voice isn't there, you know, we're ranked at one point and then you kind of see the real team that's out there. Mm-hmm. John Cook not only took that team that was already solid, elevated it, and then just kept pushing it to an all new level as well as the sport around us. So John Cook, I think he has to be in there as well. We do have the milkman chiming in for his list. He's got Osborne, Devaney, Frazier, and Cook. And I'm reading that What year one. was he born? Milkman? <laughs> That's a good question. Milkman, chime in. What year were you born? Well, if he was really a milkman, he's got to be pretty old. So that, that'd be telling. You know what I mean? not, not a bad list. I mean, it, it, that, that's his opinion. And I mean, I respect it and I, I understand. Yep. And then, you know, that's that's a tough one because now I'm, I already got one left. I have so many honorable mentions on this list that we'll run through a lot of these guys anyways. But I, the problem is, is do I get another coach or do I get another player because right now the only athlete i have on there is jordan burroughs and i have all coaches <laughs> so i might change it but i i'm thinking i'm gonna have to throw bob devaney in there as well bob devaney just took it took it to another level you got to shout at him for his history at nebraska we got literally caught the devaney center right out there for him how he progressed the for football back in the day what he did in the 70s mm-hmm. really kind of because before then you know nebraska football we were just getting on the map. He really took it to a level. I think he was like 110 and 30 mm-hmm. overall through his coaching record at Nebraska before Wyoming. Uh, even at Wyoming, he dominated over there too. Mm-hmm. So just through and through was an incredible coach. And it didn't really seem to matter where he went. Wyoming, same thing. Nebraska, even better. So mm-hmm. I got to throw him up there for the history, for that early building of the Nebraska football program. We'll put in Bob Devaney. As the last Mount Rushmore piece, my, we might have to do some moving around here. My, my, <laughs> last piece, my last piece, you know, I'm going to do something different. Okay. Um, I'm going to say Jordan Larson. I was thinking about her. That was um, the other athlete. Just because one, uh, you know, with the, the females are athletes too. And, you know, they often get left out. Mm-hmm. Um, so it would, it would be unfair to not, I mean, of course the coach and everything like that, but, um, also, you know, her accomplishments of what she did, you know, the Olympic teams and everything like that. Um, she still gets talked about today. Um, well, she's around today. She's still affecting uh, the coach, program coaching, today, but, yeah. but I'm, but I'm saying like, uh, if you, you know, watch volleyball and everything like that, she's mentioned a lot. Oh, I um, see. Right. Especially by the younger players. Like they still look at her film as like you, one of the best, you know? So, um, I wanted to throw the girls in there, you know, uh-huh. give them their flowers while they're still here and everything like that. So I'll put her up there and like i said there's a number of other names that you can uh but i wanted two athletes and two coaches so it just kind of came down to that yeah i was that was actually the two i was between 
Mm -hmm. I was between Devaney and Jordan Larson because mm -hmm. her, I mean, there's no question, kind of the same reason why Burroughs is in there for me. You dominated in college uh, and you're not done yet. You mm -hmm. go to the Olympics and you take that roster to another level as mm -hmm. well. So I think she's, she, you know, she could definitely be in there. That's a hundred percent arguable. Now I just got a list of honorable mm -hmm. mentions. I do want to throw this guy in here because just doing my research, Gary Pepin, girls track coach, longest oh, tenured track yes coach, 42 seasons coaching for the university of nebraska he i, I want to say he just got inducted into the uh nebraska hall of fame maybe about yep. like uh i can't remember it, a year recent. ago or two, yeah. uh, two, uh, two years ago something like that mm -hmm. so uh short guy with glasses white hair <laughs> i've seen him around a lot and everything like that um he's built a tremendous program why he was here and everything like that most definitely yeah, it, Gary Pepin to me, like that was the guy that doing this research, I was just like delighted to read about. Mm -hmm. So I was like, man, you spent 42 years, never moved, kept coaching the the women's track team. Uh, and that was a solid program too mm -hmm. under his belt. And now, of course, you see what the track team is today. A little bit of roller coaster, but they're now they're kind of building back up. This will be good season for the track and field team on paper anyways. Mm -hmm. As they get through the indoor season, they'll get to outdoor. But yeah, Gary Pepin is kind of my first honorable mention I'll throw out there because I'm not sure how many people my, would recognize him. My first honorable mention is, uh, uh, what is it, Tyron Lou? Yeah, Tyron Lou. Yeah, first first round draft pick, uh, basketball out of here. Um, what he's done um, with basketball in his career um, and coaching-wise uh, with his career, um, it's hard to not do that. And I honestly, I didn't really know that he went to the – that he came, that he went to Nebraska to maybe a couple years ago. Yeah, it surprises a lot of people. Um, I so I, I was like, well, okay, well that. So he he was in the, he was in the back of my mind, um, uh, looking over things and everything like that. So it it was hard, but like I said, I can only get two athletes, so I just kind of wanted things to be a little fair. Yeah, but Tyron Lou, if he could have got like, you know, give me three finals, two finals. How many finals does Tyron Lou has? He's got one for sure. Is it just the one? With Tyron mm -hmm. Liu? Final NBA, NBA finals. NBA finals. I want to say he has either two or three. Two or three. Because okay. I want to count up the years. I'm not. I'm, I know for I know for sure he has one yep. with Cleveland. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if the last. Let's I don't, find out. Real quick. I don't know if he has two with Cleveland or one with Cleveland and one with LA. Okay, and just uh, as we're talking about Nebraska basketball, <laughs> we will have the post game show. But Nebraska down ten points at halftime to North Dakota, a little bit worrisome there. Of course, Rink Mast didn't start today uh, due to an injury. He's getting surgery on the knee, but a little bit of a tough situation. It looks like they came into the game kind of sleepwalking, and right now it is not looking good for the Cornhuskers. They're going to have to turn around in the second half, try to find some identity there, because um, right now it's just not going their way. They're shooting a 33% field goal percentage. When they started out the game, they were launching everything was from 15 feet out their mm -hmm. first seven shots. The only one they shot inside 15 feet they made. So I think they just got to settle down, realize you can win with your athleticism. Uh, but real quick here, let's find out Tyron Lue championships. Uh, because I want to say you might be right with two or three. How many does he have with LeBron here? Um, well, it doesn't give me a nice little ring <laughs> check, of course. Okay, so he has got his first NBA championship in franchise history. He might just have the one. I could have sworn I thought he had two. 
Yeah, as a player, we'll have to figure that out. I'll do that during the break so I don't just waste time. As a player, I think up. he has one. I know he has yeah. one with the Lakers. Yeah, but has one with the Lakers. So yeah. we could find the total. I mean, hey, that's another stat on top of him. Who we'll take throw it, him in the it, honorable it, mentions. Exactly. And, uh, you know, for Nebraska basketball's sake, they hopefully they can turn this game around because you just beat Michigan State, beat Kansas State. You cannot afford to lose to North Dakota right now. That <laughs> is going to destroy you in the net rankings. They got to wake up from this little sleepwalking session they're in, especially when you're at home and you have the opportunity to play in front of your home crowd. But going on this list, as we've got a couple more minutes here, next to honorable mention, I got to throw on Emily Parsons, I think. Mm. Gymnastics. I think uh, when you think of Nebraska a gymnastics, That's a Emily Parsons has got to nah, be in I there. I think 11 times. <laughs> She's dominated every All-American just about every single year. Um, consistently one of the best. Talked about as one of the best. At Nebraska, didn't stop her. Her whole pedigree. Is just insane, obviously, at the next level to the Olympics. But Emily Parsons, next honorable mention, again, give another girl athlete a shout out what she's able to do for women's gymnastics. I can go either one or two ways. I can go, <laughs> I can go with uh, Burroughs, which I mean, I, that one hurt because I, re- I really want I thought for sure I, the, that, that, that one really hurt. Like it, it I was like, ah, I was like, nah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna think outside the box and not, <laughs> and not do what, um, people what, what people would assume so uh i'll go him and i'm stuck with uh there was another um volleyball player justine um okay she has, she has two last names i can't remember her uh neither naranja or something like that i can't mm-hmm. remember i went to school with her um she is like the career like holder with with uh digs and everything like yep. that um here she played on a national team and everything like that. she 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 was a superstar um she's up there like it you you can't you can't be wrong with who you pick especially um, when you have how many olympians to pick from it's it's kind of it's especially looking at the women's programs as of late uh and some of the guys back in the day and jordan burrell's probably the most recent mm-hmm. trying to think of other olympians we might have had in guys sports but jordan burrell is probably the most recent dominant male athlete we've had trying to think of another one. i don't think you can because no one's been more dominant than him, really, in any respective sport. I mean, just not never losing. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> give, I'll give you that. And then it goes Olympics. It's kind of the same thing. Yeah, he does eventually take losses, but in all of his pro buttes, uh, continues to dominate. We'll save a few more. Well, actually, we'll get one more honorable mention just because I already mentioned him, but we'll throw in Dave Remington before. Obviously, a ward named after him, That's what he great. did at the yeah. center position. Just an absolute beast. Um, and then we do have Milkman one more time before we go to break here. Women's basketball, Kelsey Griffin led the team to a one seed. Another great athlete. That's one thing. I didn't get any women's basketball athletes on there. That's when one I should have looked a what little What are you trying hard. to say? <laughs> I, I had so many honorable <laughs> mentions. I didn't even know if it was possible anymore. That's where I was at. But nonetheless, we got to throw out the break here on the Dumpon Hour with the morning personnel. I'm Harrison on the ones and twos. Don't go anywhere.